Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yep, and it's uh, 11.03 here on SENZ, and it's time to talk the Warriors homecoming again. We've been uh, highlighting it, but we've uh, got a a slightly different twist to it now with our next guest because uh, they're playing the West Tigers at Mount Smart Stadium uh, this Sunday. We know that. It's a sellout crowd. It marks the return home to the franchise for 1,000 days away. 1,000 days away, and the squad of the players, some with 50-odd games, have never played a genuine Warriors home game. So Sunday is their chance. And here to dive deep into the diary of a mad Warriors fan. This is our chance here in studio with us today, our brethren from SEN in Melbourne and host of Warriors Anonymous podcast, Gerard Cronin. Uh, Gerard, uh, thanks very much for joining us. Welcome home, mate. I can see you there smiling. I've got a smile on your face. It's because they haven't played yet. <laughs> uh, mate, you, here's, here's the thing. I mean, you've hopped on a, a plane um, you know, hard-earned hard earned money you've got to spend on this. They're languishing fifth in the table. I've got to say, mate, why? Why? Yeah, look, you've got you to ask yourself why you do these sorts of things, uh, especially for this season, which has been, uh, you know, uh, uh, I wouldn't even say a roller coaster. It's just been a, a, just a straight drop. Um, but, look, <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those things, Smithy. I've, I just felt it in my soul. There was something calling me to come home. I haven't actually been home um, myself in about three years. Um, so I just felt like the, the timing was right to come and come and really support the boys. I know that um, usually, uh, you know, we wonder, you know, what our Warriors can do for us. But I was more thinking, what can I do for our Warriors? So uh, I had to make the trip. Uh, I had to come back and oh. uh, have to come and lend a, a lung uh, uh, to the, the sidelines. Have you ever, at any stage during this uh, uh, this avid romance you appear to have with them, at any stage have you feared a breakup? Did you ever think at some stage, no, I've got to find, uh, I've got to find a new a new team? I haven't quite gotten to that point, and I think that from having supported them from day one, I don't think I'll get to that point because we've been through enough stuff to just sort of think, okay. This is actually going to be uh, a long term. I mean, this is going to be for life. So, um, so that's basically that's where I stand at the moment. I've, uh, you know, obviously, um, I've kind of gone through patches where, you know, you get a bit annoyed and you need to put them on a bit of a timeout, and maybe you just kind of mm-hmm. shut off from uh, watching any sort of highlights or or, uh, or interviews or, or just don't think about things. You know, maybe until the next week. But um, what I have actually found is that doing a podcast for me is has made. Um, it's just made therapy um, for for the games, you know. And it, it becomes you know exactly like that. It was like a support group between me and the boys. We'd be chatting through the games, and it's like, look, man, let's let's get together and have a chat about this, and you know, air our uh, our, our frustrations, our sadnesses, and everything. 
uh, because you know <laughs> there's a lot of that. That's that's every week. So um, so yeah, it's, it's been a good way to just you know get around each other and, um, and 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 it has resonated, I guess, with people as well who who are feeling the same sort of uh, emotions. You you mean there's more of you? Uh, how <laughs> successful is this podcast? I mean, how how how, how big's this following? Oh mate, this podcast is going all the way to the top. Uh, it's a long way from it at the moment, <laughs> just like the Warriors. You know, we're going with uh, the, we're going with the buy low, sell high sort of uh, mentality. But uh, <laughs> brilliant, we are loyal, we are loyal hey, to the bitter end, mate. <laughs> how how many jerseys you got? Because I've had about ninety five thousand. How many have you got? <laughs> oh look, I um I this is going to sound very shameful. I don't actually have any at the moment. So um, I used to have um, I used to have one of those um, Super League ones. Back in the days, which was uh, very oversized, um, but currently I don't have any. I don't have any Warriors stuff, and I don't want to put the pressure on um, Puma, who are the Warriors sponsor. But hey, um, you know, if, if there's ever any sort of you know sponsorship or endorsement deal you want to throw out, we are more than happy to, to receive your goods. Um, we were actually a bit annoyed because uh, we heard earlier in the season that Peter Leach, the Mad Butcher, Sir Peter Leach, the Mad Butcher, he actually has to pay for all of his Warriors gear, and I don't think that's right. I think for uh, for a guy of his stature and his following, um, I think that you know they should be giving him the goods. But he he, he probably wouldn't accept it. He he, he said no no. I'll make sure I pay for my stuff. But um, but yeah, I, I just didn't think that sat right with me. So um, so I'm, I'm just going to put it out there that you know that the Mad Butcher should be should be getting some stuff. Okay, fair enough. He can afford it though, mate. <laughs> but just between you and I, he can <laughs> he can afford it. Hey, uh, favorite ever favorite ever warrior. Favorite. I mean, we had a, uh, a Mount Rushmore during the week. In other words, we uh, we have this uh, best four sort of thing, and we had the best four Australians who had made an impact at the Warriors. And Steve Price was top of the pole. Uh, Kevin Campion, of course. Brandy Alexander was in there. But your all-time favorite warrior? Easy. His name is Ali Lawitiri. Okay. Yeah, we actually uh, we spoke wow. to him a couple of weeks ago, um, and uh, actually his, um, his his first name his full first name is actually Alai Matangi um, Lawitiri. So uh, we we just uh, we've we've put that out there to the universe that uh, you know Ali is the the abbreviated version of his uh, first name, but yeah, Alai Matangi is his uh, is his real first name. So he's an awesome guy. Gave us some great great stuff. Some awesome stories about. Uh, you know, team the team traveling away, and which guys um, you know were were operating on one pair of undies <laughs> for their trips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's 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 awesome, awesome guy. You know, they say never meet your heroes, but uh, that doesn't apply for Ali because he is he is every much uh, you know every bit as awesome um, off the field as he was on it. We're talking to Gerard Cronin, folks. Uh, he is a New Zealander, spent uh, a lot of time recently in Australia, of course. He is the host of the Warriors Anonymous podcast. Uh, but uh, being Melbourne-based as well, uh, it might have hurt a wee bit with that result against the Storm. How did you cope with that one? Oh, look, uh, sorry, I just need to correct you there. I'm actually um, Sydney-based. Oh. I'm over in... Uh, oh, sorry. Well, it's my information that, that I've been given. Sorry, wrong, mate. Wrong, okay. tell there. Um, no, yeah, I, I'm over in uh, Rugby League HQ, so... I like to think of myself as the uh, the New Zealand Warriors sleeper cell. So I'm in there, just got my finger okay. on the pulse, um, chatting to all the you know the insiders, just seeing what's going on. So I'm I'm the the guy on the inside, just giving the info back. Okay, right. I'll I'll rephrase my question. <laughs> what's it like living in Sydney when the Storm beat the Warriors to that extent? How, how did you take that that particular result? Oh yeah, not well. Uh, that was one of those weeks where I sort of had to maybe just draw back a little bit. 
um, because uh, I guess the scary thing about that game was we actually played really well for a half and we still got 70 points put on us. So um, I had to, yeah, that, that was definitely one of those um, moments where a bit of PTSD sort of set in for the few days following it. And, you know, you could sort of see, uh, you could actually see like the, the, the Aussie guys in the office actually taking pity on you and sort of being like, oh, you know, hard luck, man. Like, ordinarily, they're getting into you and giving you grief. Uh, but things were so bad that they had gone to the point where they're actually, you know, feeling sympathy for you, which is probably even worse than getting grief, to be honest. <laughs> okay, right. If they went on, on uh, the weekend, you're going to be over the moon happy. There's no doubt about that. Just say it isn't working out for them too well. Just say at around the 60-minute mark, uh, might not look too good. Will you stay? Will you stay? 100% I'll stay because that'll be the time that we need to kick in. That's when the fans need to do the thing. I've been, been wondering about what we can do as fans. Obviously, we're going to be packing the park, but I think that's just the start of it. I think we really need to find something to try and lift the boys, try and really get them home, especially if they are struggling because... I know there's a lot on their shoulders with this whole homecoming sort of uh, setup, so mm. it's 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 going to be. I think we actually have a, a major role to play as fans. So if we can just really, you know, ramp up the volume, ramp up the energy, um, you know, have a couple of quiets on the sideline and maybe a, a Fritz's wiener as well, that'd be nice. But uh, but we really need to, you know, energize our boys and and just get them home, get them across the line because. It really is a, uh, a loser-takes-all battle this week because whoever doesn't uh, get the chocolates is probably going to be getting some sort of spoon later on. I know we've been joking a little bit about the, this kind of thing, um, Gerard, but what's been the most frustrating thing this year from your point of view? I mean, has it been administration? Has it been, um, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff as much as the on-the-field stuff? It has been the, uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff, and you, you start hearing phrases like, you know, it starts at the top. And that's never a good thing to hear because you know things aren't going well if you're hearing those sorts of things. But um, I think that the way things have panned out, especially with like the Matt Lodge saga, that was an absolute train wreck of of an of events. Um, and just seeing how things have been operating and the coaching setup, um, and even the levels above that, I'm not entirely, uh, I guess, around exactly what people are filling which roles um, at the Warriors, but. Uh, but there's, I think there's, yeah, there's definitely a lot to be worked on behind the scenes, which will, you know, hopefully flow on to what we're doing on the field. Obviously, we've got a new um, coach coming up at some point, hopefully sort of to kick in next year and maybe try and get a bit of a, uh, a rebirth going uh, as such. But um, I think, yeah, there's been a lot of fans getting annoyed with, I guess, a, a lot of mixed messages from what's going on. Uh, and you think back to the the Lodge saga, and it was all really sort of um, it was all really papered over and badly papered over, to be honest. It was just mm -hmm. a lot of um, you know we sort of uh, wish Matt all the best, blah blah blah. By the way, we're going to pay him you know seven hundred grand for this year and <laughs> the remainder of twenty twenty three. So uh, you know, fans fans know you know they, they know a few things. So when they kind of get spoon fed just the general PR sort of stuff, it doesn't really wash with us. We want to know, you know, what's gone on. If something's gone, you know, drastically wrong, we want to know about it because, frankly, if we don't get told, we're just going to speculate. And that's, uh, you know, while that's fun, um, it's it's not ideal for um, for us as fans or for the club and and their image. So Stacey Jones is the interim coach till the end of the season, regardless. Uh, and then they're looking for a new candidate, as you've just mentioned. 
what is the kind of coach that the, the Warriors need? Do you see an obvious, uh, an obvious person there standing right in front of you as such? Well, yeah, look, um, I don't. Um, I actually have heard a lot of different opinions of what sort of coach we need. A lot of people are saying we need someone, you know, tough as nails. You can come in and just, you know, bang the desk and say, boys, let's get this done and, you know, stop mucking around. Other people have been wanting more of a creative kind of approach and names like the, the Walker brothers get thrown out by certain fans. For me, I am actually really open-minded about who they get. I wouldn't mind if they get a, a premiership winning coach like a Shane Flanagan. I also wouldn't mind if they get a, a complete newbie who comes in, an unknown. I just really want to see someone who can just get a response from our players. And I always think back to the most successful teams that we've had at the Warriors, uh, and that's been under guys like Daniel Anderson and Ivan Cleary, both guys who had come up. Mm. They were newbies to you know the head coaching roles. Uh, I'm not saying that we necessarily need a newbie, um, but what I'm saying is that you know there's there's plenty of experienced coaches out there, which would be great. Um, there's plenty of um, of new coaches, promising coaches out there as well, who who would also be great. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I am very open minded about how they approach. Uh, the new coach that they bring in. I just I just want to see them get something out of our boys because for long parts of this season, just hasn't been the case. They haven't really gotten anything out of us and, um, you know, things have not gone exactly to plan. Okay, so uh, I guess we've basically, uh, we haven't written off this game, but probably written off this season. That Would that would that uh, cloud your judgment on Stacey Jones at all, um, stand, uh, taking over the role uh, at short notice and, uh, and uh, have any bearing on, on how you regard him as such? Not really. Um, I think he's come in, I actually think he's done a pretty good job in the brief time that he's been in charge. I like the changes that he's made over the couple of weeks um, when he's been able to do so, uh, especially this week where they've you know put Ewan Aiken back out in the centres, which I've been, I've actually been secretly dreaming for, uh, dreaming of that all year. Uh, because we have been struggling out wide. We've got a, a number of good sort of second row um, forwards going on, but just putting a guy like that out wider um, with a bit more defensive nous and, and a little bit more on attack as well, I think is going to help us. But in, in general, I like what Stacey has done. He's, he's actually shown us a little bit of progress. There's a, little bit of, there's a little bit of a spark there. You see a couple of little moments even against the Panthers. I know we lost by 40, but uh, we, you know, we had a couple of moments where Reese Walsh was running off uh, the shoulder of young Ronald Volkman, uh, and and just showing a little bit of life. There's a little bit of spark there, so I like that Stacey has brought that in. I'm not entirely sure, um, you know, if he will be the guy to you know look longer term, uh, both from his perspective or the club's. Um, but I mean, like I say, I I am kind of open to anything. If you know, if Stacey wants to lead them on a on a good solid eight match winning run, then uh, you know all bets may be off from there. But uh, but you know we can but dream. I'm hearing a rumour, uh, text has just come through, that maybe Adam Fanua Blake might have COVID. So I, I, I don't, I've seen, I just see that, I'm just saying, I'm just hearing a rumour it's come through on on the text machine. And I'm not sure. We're, we're looking into the validity of that as we speak, Jared. Uh, are you in corporate uh, corporate boxing on uh, on the weekend or uh, in, with, in the mass? I'm actually going to be in the, um, the corporate box with the SENZ team. So... Um, oh, yeah, nice. excited to uh, to go and check it out. I haven't actually, I haven't even been to the corporate box at, uh, at Mount Smart Stadium before, so uh, so interested to see how that's going to be. I've heard that there's going to be uh, no glassware this week, so uh, <laughs> so that's a bit of a shame. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, we'll make sure I'm on my uh, my best behaviour. Uh, and I guess uh, I'm not sure how it's set up if we 
if we're in the corporate box, does that mean we just have to just yell a bit louder or something to try and get the sound out of the out of the booth there? You have to le- yell politely <laughs> if you get them a Yell politely. Because no you're representing us. You're representing us, of course, Gerard. Okay, so none of those scuffles, no problems like they had last <laughs> week if they can possibly manage that. That would be great. Hey, mate, uh, thank you very much for your time. I, I know you're a busy lad. You've got a lot of people to catch up with, etc. Hope you enjoyed the trip home. Uh, hope you get success out of the Warriors, more importantly, and uh, have a safe trip back to Sydney where you live now. I know that as well. So <laughs> thanks for joining us, mate. All the best. Mate, thanks very much for your time. And, uh, you know, as I always say, go the Warriors. <laughs> oh my god you could be a, if, 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 I mean if, if nothing else you could be a, the new mad butcher I mean that was just so close go 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 it's 11.19 here on SENZ and that was Gerard Cronin from Sydney when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese tomato and aioli so we doubled it chicken and Macca's together and loving it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.